If you're looking to buying a new home or selling your home, please go see Legacy Realty Group Remax Vantage and speak to Valdir Baptista Correa, real estate agent at 508-441-1628. His email is Realtor at gmail.com. His motto is your perfect home is out there. I can help you find it. That's Valdir Korea at 508 441 1628. You can buy a home or you can sell the one you have. But see this guy. Like he says, your perfect home is out there. I can help you find it. She's probably getting a feedback because there's two. Her phone and her laptop, maybe. I can hear you, Lisa.
Should I help? Turn down the volume of one of your voices. Oh, she had to mute her mic. Yeah. Um, I'm going to try to get rid of her, her other one. Your living room looks fantastic, Carol. Try to unmove it. All right, there we go. All right, Kara, can you hear us? She has her volume turned down. She does? Yeah, for the feedback. Carol, put the volume up. Sorry, everyone, for that feedback. Well, we're gonna um, gonna go ahead and start the podcast. Some technical difficulties, but what we have today is we have NB Strong, also New Bedford Strong, and um, what I what I like about this group is that they're they're reaching out to the community, they're trying to do all that they can for us. You know, in the community, and uh, you know, one of the things they're connecting those in need with resources. And this, this is a New Bedford hub for donations of food, water, clothing, baby, baby items, etc. Please sanitize all items prior to donation. If you have things that you want to donate to New Bedford Strong um, to bring over to needy families, please reach out to us. No. Um, so, Lisa White, how you doing? I'm glad we're trying to do this again. Thank um, you very much for having me again. Your, your group is so fabulous. I mean, you guys are doing some crazy things and um, crazy good things, you know. And uh, I, I just, I love it, you know, reaching out to needy families, needy people, and it really, really. Uh, it really symbolizes who you are, who the organization is, and um, I just want to let you know that Charlie Perry's really proud of you guys. Thank you. So that means that means a lot. But really, the um, yeah. the heart the heart of NB Strong is Carol Carol Ryan. Uh, I think we just lost her again. But yeah, uh, there there wouldn't be a, an NB Strong. It would have been um, probably just a flash in the pan if it wasn't for Carol. So. Wow. And I'm so, I'm so happy that you. Uh, we got another guest. How you doing? The cutest guest. <laughs> How old are you? How old are you? Five. Five. I have a five-year-old. Almost six. That's a good number. It is. It's a very good number. So. Um, all right. If uh, one of you, Carol, can you hear us now? No, I guess not. 
But Lisa, when was the first year you started? I don't want to get so that began, wrong. But. Uh, we began NB Strong um, at the very beginning of the lockdown in 2020, March 2020. And it began as a as a way to get things to people who who couldn't who couldn't get out and get them themselves. Um, honestly, it really began as uh, as a toilet paper <laughs> crisis. So we uh, we had some extra toilet paper, and we had some some people willing to drive it around the the city. Thank God. And, uh, yeah. and we began by bringing toilet paper to people who were at risk, who were high risk. Um, and then it just, from there, it just grew. Uh, we, Ian actually began a Facebook group and and it began with just Ian and Carol and I uh, running around like chickens with our heads cut off and uh, a few other, thankfully, um, volunteers that were willing to lend their time and supplies. And from there, it it just kind of grew into, I think that we're one of the larger mutual aid groups in the South Coast now. So, wow. and we, we finally got our 501c3 designation, so that's really exciting. Actually, uh, I, just a, just your group on Facebook, is, is the numbers are great. I think it's up to 2,300 or more. And, yeah. Um, and that, that figure that everyone got to, you know, if all 2,300 plus, I try to get a message out to the community. You know, that's it's probably going to be equivalent of probably about eight eight thousand people. You know, and that's a that's a great reach. You know, to get out there, especially when you're trying to, um, you know, to get the families with need. Oh, come on, go ahead. Put on this. So the um, I I just watched everything. Ian's like a. He's like an energy energizer bunny, man. The guy's nonstop. He's just going and going and going. You know, I don't know what you got him on, you know, what you're <laughs> having him drink drinking him on and maybe uh, you know, drinking that bulletproof tea uh, coffee. You know, I don't know. It's definitely uh full energy. Yeah, so, we so. um we definitely motivate each other and uh he's a really good guy for he's 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 kind of misunderstood. Um, but he's, he's my better half. Yeah, he's, he's, well, I know you're both a good team and an awesome team. As far as better halves that, that in a family that kind of, you know, comes in, in different times, you know, you might be the better half today. He might be the better half tomorrow, but I think you guys are awesome together. And, um, I'm glad you have that matrimony magic. We do. I'm definitely better at cooking, and he, he yeah. might be better at eating, but see, we complement each other very well. <laughs> That's good. That's good. That's very good. The, um, I, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm so sad that, um, you know, we can't get Carol going, especially when, uh, you know, if I was close by, I could, you know, it's a quick fix. I know it's it's got to be something with her volume um, because I can hear her tapping or whatever she's tapping, you know, close by, you know, so definitely her volume. So, um, so Carol, new- Carol is uh, Carol deserves much more of the uh, 
recognition for the for the group NBA Strong than I do. To be honest, she's uh, she's the group president. She's the uh, the president of the of the nonprofit. Okay. And uh, and we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for Carol Ryan. So she's an inspiration to every single person that knows her. That's good. Yeah, you know, being my big cousin, I uh, really. I'm very proud of what she's doing, and um, you know I'm glad that she suggested. She said, "Hey, you know, get and be strong on here, and uh, you know that way we can talk about some of the things that we're we're doing." Um, speaking of her, maybe she can come to the screen now. Hi, Carol. Hi, Carol. Can you hear us? Nope. Well, we do have a, um, we actually have a, a fundraiser going on right now. Okay. And uh, they actually asked me to say something. We have, it's through Savers, and okay. um, we're asking people to clean out their closets for NB Strong. So if you'd like to help us, we're doing a clothing drive, uh, mainly clothing and curtains is what we need the most of. If you have any, um, you have any extra clothing laying around your house? Yeah, yeah. We could. We could really use it, and uh, okay. and I know that we've been. Um, well, uh, sorry. Yep, it's at Savers on Kings Highway. Actually, we um, we're collecting it, and then we're going to be giving it to Savers. Savers does some really great drives throughout the year. They work with area nonprofits to collect uh, things that they need, and then they pay those nonprofits. So it's a way of um, it's a way of uh, them helping out their communities because Savers is also a nonprofit, even though they do make profit. Yeah. Um, it's a way for them to get involved in the individual communities that they serve. So. Um, so we've been actually doing this drive and we're, our goal is to hit 5,000 pounds and then some. So, uh, I know that we're really close. So if anyone has, um, has anything in the back of their closet that they would like to uh, donate, we would absolutely appreciate that. Well, I, I have, um, I have quite a bit, so I'm going to start working on that as soon as tomorrow. Yeah, me too. Uh, and I'll give you uh, definitely give you a call, and um, that way I can get a, rid of a lot of stuff. And the wife will be uh, Michelle will be very happy that I'm getting rid of some of my junk. Oh, the uh, the pandemic has meant for me that I have a lot of clothes that are a little bit tight. So I'm I'm gonna you know bid adieu to them before I you know drive myself crazy trying to fit in them again. We're even picking up. So if anyone has any donations that they would like us to pick up, we can do that too. Okay. Good. The, um, you know, and if you need help picking up stuff, you know, after supper time, I'm usually available. I can, as long as I don't have a podcast, I can help you out. Help, I appreciate help that. you guys out and uh, pick it up. Let's see. Um, so Ian says, we can always come back and bring Madam President online, maybe on another show. Thanks, CB, for the invite. I'm going to try one more time just when she puts uh, 
know, tries to link on into uh, two different devices. That's where we get that echo and sound from. So let's try to get her on the air again. Um, there we go. I heard you. I heard you, Carol. Carol, whatever you do, don't touch anything because I can hear you. So, um, the one thing I like about Savers is, um, you know, even as as just a regular customer going in there, you know, you might have a bag or two. And they give you a a decent amount off your sales price of the clothes that you're trying to buy, you know, and I really like it. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, I don't mind going in there. Really don't. Della, uh, yeah. Della worked in Savers clothes for the first well, for the first five okay. years of her life. Uh, Hi, Simone. How are you? Yeah. This is hello, Charlie and Mrs. White. I have a question, Simone. What's your question, please? You can throw it in the comment section. I'll put it up on the screen. Um. So. The um, a lot of things you're probably, you know, storing at each member's house, right? Are you trying to, or are you just trying to get rid of it as soon as you get it? Um. Well, we try. We we try, but a lot of times we um, we accept a lot more than we're really able to to unload quickly. Uh, yeah. We get or we have gotten a few times now all of the overflow from the Freetown Food Bank, and. It doesn't sound like a lot, but when it's in your dining room, it's all the way up to the ceiling. So, and this is actually, this is a perfect uh, opportunity. I have probably two or 300 boxes, no kidding, of non-perishable food. So anybody out there, well, I'm not, I don't take ID. I don't care what your income level is. I don't, I don't care what your situation is. If you could be helped in any way, shape or form by non-perishable foods, vitamins even we have feminine hygiene products we have some cleaning supplies we have all kinds of stuff if you could be helped at all by any of this come on over to my house i'm at 546 county street um maybe send me a message let me know you're on the way so that i you know have my pants on but come on over <laughs> and uh and and take some of this and you'd be helping me as well because eventually my dining room table is under there somewhere um not that we really that much but we would love to uh, to get some of this out to help people in the community. True, awesome, awesome, awesome. The uh, says, do you work with Gifts to Give? Great place. Uh, it's another great place in this area. Uh, Gifts to Give is an awesome, awesome organization. Uh, we haven't worked a, with them. They moved to a cushion, right? <laughs> yeah. So. Um, but they've been doing the same thing pretty much what you're doing for years. And um, what I like is, um, is uh, you know, people reaching out to the needy. Any any organization whatsoever, if you're, if you're trying to help out the needy, you know, that's, that's a five-star in my book, you know. And uh, so, but we all got to try to help out each other because we all living in the same community. Um, and anyone that's suffering, we're all suffering. 
if you don't if you don't look at it that way then you're truly truly a very very selfish person so um but uh let's see well there's there's three things you know for basic human needs it's food water and shelter and it's really crazy how many people in this city are facing food insecurity and housing insecurity it's really really crazy and every time you talk about anything other than food water and shelter you're leaving every single one of those people behind true i agree i really do um dd says lisa for country lodge she's a gem honest knowledgeable and available of course i agree dd that's um that's a compliment coming from her because one thing i like about dd transparent you know you're gonna get what you what you see and she's gonna call a, an ace an ace and speed a speed you know and I, that's one thing i like about her i love i love denise to death um now it i do have to mention that um i'm here in my capacity as a ceo of nb strong and nb strong doesn't doesn't uh support any political candidate um so I, just I, because and and that's a it's an outside comment anyway so you know someone just you know, giving you an endorsement and i don't have any problem putting it across the board um and i also understand why you did what you did so um ian says the pandemic taught us uh taught us a lot about basic needs and it's so true you know when you when you go through this pandemic and now you're you're thinking about a lot of things what's closed what can you possibly get what do you need in your house and uh you know let me get it let me get out there and get it you know and at some time we took on an abundance of things you know just because we were afraid and we didn't really know how long this was going to last so we basically just stocked up on all that we could um and in, in some ways it was good um sometimes it was bad but you know what are you what are you going to do as a family person you want to make sure that your family has everything possible to uh to actually uh make it through um there've been some um so unexpected um consequences of the of the pandemic not only are we 6 600,000 people shorter you know as as a nation than than what we went into um but the panic and the federal government's response in lowering um lowering uh rates on mortgages has mm-hmm. meant we have a very very strong real estate market and the secondary effect of a strong real estate market it's a super high rental market and i didn't no one really saw this coming but as an as a secondary effect of this pandemic we're seeing people forced out of out of their homes and out of unfortunately when you're priced out of new bedford you're priced out of massachusetts and so now we're i i think that it should be front and center um a housing crisis the housing crisis and i know i've always been the housing person but this is this is for real and and i see every day people are not able to afford their rents 
and and that's going to be the next mountain to climb awesome. once we get everyone eating we get food on the table we're gonna need to worry about where that table's gonna go that's it thanks um miss fumo says uh would you have any icy hot um or sciatica neuropathy 24-7 it's very odd need to find a dollar store and it's only a dollar I tried to see ten dollars nothing works I'm in pain 24-7 I'm in the vitamin 12s that could help me um, Delaney, I, have, I have some icy hot for you and I have a ton of vitamins good 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 awesome See that? So, if you need help getting it to her, or if you know who she is, let me know. I think that, Miss um, Puma, I think you're in the north end, right? Because I, I think that you've come over to our building maybe once or twice. Um, uh, just connect with me on Messenger. I think that we're, I think we're already connected on Messenger. Um, okay. Numbing spray for throat. That one I don't really have. Yeah. Um, yeah. I can look around and see what I have. And uh, I can I can figure out how to get it to you as well. If you want to just send me a message or Ian on Facebook, we can absolutely get you hooked up there. Good job. And be strong at and be strong at work, everyone. You know, definitely try to give them a helping hand when they need it. You know, I know I am, and uh, we definitely need to help out. This uh, this is actually. Um, this is awesome. I mean, here we are on for a few minutes, 20, 25 minutes, and uh, you're already helping out somebody. Um, Carol says, I want to say that New Bedford, MP Strong showed the heart of New Bedford at a time when we were most vulnerable during COVID. We provided, as Lisa said, the most basic needs, and we did that. Um, we did that admin to member and member to member and organization. Org organization to member and admin to member this is what sets us apart which is so true you know it, it's uh if you do word of mouth is golden you know especially when you have people spreading the word um or even passing on the word that someone's in need or we have this for you we'll definitely um help you out and if i can't help you out at this moment i'm going to talk to some of my friends and we'll try to make sure Make sure you get the help that's needed. And um, you know that you know what that is. That's just a good village. That's that's what it is. It's just, just a good village helping out each other, doing the right thing. And um, that's awesome. This city um, is, this is the, this is the best city in the world right here. And I didn't really realize that fully until until this pandemic. And uh, the care and compassion that you see in in people in the city is beyond anything I've ever seen. And we've lived in quite a few different places with the military, but this is a city where you will see people who don't have a whole lot give the very last of what they do have for someone else. And that is, that that's really special. Sure is. Um, you know, I, I, just like you, I traveled different parts of this country and, um, you know, but I, I wanted to come back home regardless of where I was just wanted to come back home and uh and I, I mean i have some some great experiences 
traveling abroad, you know, in different countries, uh, different states. And, um, you know, but I, I love home. I like what it's about. And uh, I always said I was going to live, retire, and die here. And that's my, that's my ultimate goal. That's what I want. So let's see. Professor Strong worked here uh, because the people here made it work. So true, Ian. Absolutely. Yeah. And, um, you know, President says, uh, let's see, we provided mass through New Bedford, mass way before the mayor commissioned Joseph Abood to make 50,000 mask informed mass New Bedford, um, uh, mass NV. We owe it to the, we owe that debt to Bonnie Burrow. Yes. Another good actually, actually, we have a, um, Ian and I have been so busy lately, and I, I feel kind of, I feel really bad about this, but we actually have an award here for Bonnie from the awesome. president of the United States. Wow. Because of, because of the amazing amount of work that she did in, in orchestrating, making, as many masks as she did when we needed them the most. Envy masks, she she deserves she, she deserves a lot more than just I think we have a, a medal and a and an award certificate here. But that That's that woman awesome. is incredible. She sure is, you know. You know, you know you know how hard she works as a parent and a wife, you know, and then to add on to what she's already doing. It's truly amazing, you know. Really? I'm, I'm, I'm glad. I'm so happy. Um, that award is well deserved, ten times over. Oh yeah. Great person, great person, great family. Um, definitely want to get her husband back on the podcast. Talk to Chris him. is great. Yeah, he is. He's uh, definitely. I can sit. Somebody. He's definitely somebody I can sit with for a long time. And you know what? Just press the button and let him talk. And I, I enjoy it. I enjoy all his conversations. Yeah. Great dude. Um, so Moe says, Mrs. White, please, can you tell tell me why you say this is the best city in the world? I mean, I, this, I is the, this is the best city in the world. Um, actually, um, I, I, wrote, I wrote a little thing about it the other day. And I'll just, I'll read that to you if you don't mind. Um, Go ahead. Sure. It says, um, this is this very special city. We not, might not be a city of trust funds or of social elites. We're not a city of high fashion or of economic advantage. What we are is a city of roll your sleeves up and get the job done. We're a city of work boats and sweat equity. But we're also a city with care and compassion. And I see that every single day in our group. This is a city where people who don't have very much will give the very last of what they do have so that someone doesn't go without. This is the greatest city in the world. I agree. I really agree. Um, I could do a lot of things in life. Um, and if one of them was hitting the lottery, guess what? In Bedford, you'd still be my home. Um, or or if I, I I just, I love it here, you know, and, um, I'm going to stay here. Um, a lot of people say, well, you're just comfortable. Well, 
that's what you're supposed to be. You're supposed to be comfortable where you live. Exactly. You know, so, and um, you know, things are gonna happen. We're gonna we're gonna definitely be facing some changes around here um, with all the things that are coming our way. You know, between the railroad and and, and other things. So, I just think that whatever comes this way is gonna you know we as new bedford residents gotta make sure that 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 people adapt to what we have here you know keep the same keep the same festivities going on the same you know cultural festivities that are throughout the city and just keep maintaining them and don't switch it up you know just keep on making people culturally diverse with everything from the feast to the Greek festivals, to the Cape Verdean festivals, to all the different Irish things that are going on, you've got to keep it going. It's a nice melting pot. And I, I, I mean, I always try to explain that to different people that um, that I know across the country. And um, a, a, a young lady today, uh, sorry, yesterday, was just basically talking to us, and um, she was just telling, you know, me and me and my wife about how she was so fascinated with the the giving and giving nature of the people in the area and uh she was just here for a few weeks and she's gonna be here for some time coming you know probably throughout the summer so uh you know that's what i like to hear when people from from some very very fortunate places come they really come in and uh uh you know, come in this area and they learn to appreciate it. I mean, yo, for example, you and your family, you know. Hi, what's going on? Hey, pretty girl. Say hi. You have your podcast in two weeks, okay? All right. I'll see you later. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, she's, uh, my my buddy let's see um miss fumo said something out something else um operation cleanup number Papa, you're one, sorry operation clean sweep number one and if we were all do our part it would so it's so rewarding yeah actually i i agree with that you know clean your curb clean the outs clean your curb you know uh if something's damaged on the property, you know, whether it's a shingle or a damaged railing, you know, fix those things. But, uh, and, um, one of the things I, I'd like to see a little bit better in the city is, um, you know, trash day, you know, try to, uh, either it, if it's, you know, the city try providing maybe one more container to the house so, so they don't have so much overflow, I'd like to see that. But, that would help immensely. I picked up a, uh, I, I picked up a hypodermic needle on Acushnet Avenue yesterday, and it was a really, it was a really disturbing moment for me because my daughter was with me, and, wow. and of course she wanted to know why I was putting this object into a bottle, and why I, um, why she couldn't you know see it or touch it. And nobody wants to have that conversation with their five-year-old, and it's not fair. She shouldn't. She shouldn't be worrying about that at five. Yeah. 
um, but but we had the conversation so that so that she could stay safe and we could all do better you know we could all we could all do a lot better to clean up our areas so true. there's kids watching you know yeah it doesn't take long you know if you're uh if you're doing it consistently most days you know that you're out there it's gonna it's gonna usually take you about 20 minutes to sweep things down you know put it you know put it in the proper place and then and then go out in a couple of other days you know two days after that whatever but um so that's one good thing the um besides your fundraiser what's up for uh mb strong is there anything currently going on um that you know you want to pass on to the audience well we have we have the fundraiser the clean clean out your closets for mb strong and then we also have um we have a ton of food, um, non-perishables, uh, available at 546 County Street. Just uh, send me a message or give me a heads up before you head before you head over. But we will absolutely set you up with boxes and boxes, as many as you can as <laughs> you can fit in your car. Um, other than that, we have a lot of things on the horizon. Um, we have a lot of we have a lot of ideas. Um, we just got done with, um, there was a, a fire on Accretion Avenue, which most people have probably um, heard about. We got done the month of May. All of the, uh, the fire victims with dinner. So 20 dinners for 30 days. And that was a group effort. It wasn't just one person. Um, we, we put up a sign-up a sign sheet, and, and we provided, um, what is that? Is that 600, 600 meals, 600 meals. Um, and, and everyone just did a little bit and we got a lot done. So, uh, and we, we did, we had the coat drive for, for kids. Thank you, Carol. Um, we provided 60 kids, uh, local families with warm winter jackets. Um, Carol actually, um, provided expectant mothers with, uh, Mother's Mother's Day baskets. Uh, that was cool. really amazing. Uh, we did sixty Christmas stockings to homeless men and women at the um, the House of Hope. Thirty four gift cards to local restaurants. Uh, Five hundred fifty four gift bags to the elderly for Christmas. Um, and we did five hundred Christmas cards, hand drawn by the students of New Bedford Public Schools, um, to the residents of Trip Tower. And um, local uh, local retirement homes, retirement villages, and that was really special. We had um, we had a baby shower because a lot of um, there were a lot of expected mothers, and uh, and the pandemic meant that they couldn't have their baby showers. So so we uh, we had a we had a, a virtual baby shower where we supplied uh, um, five car seats four baby walkers, three strollers, two baby bouncers, two bassinets, breast pumps, baby food, bottles, baby clothing, towels, formula, wipes, and diapers to six and soon to be seven expectant, expectant new, new mothers. So thank so, you uh, for the rundown of that. So uh, are, any, are any of the mothers gonna name their children, uh, Ian, Lisa, or Carol? 
Um, I don't know. I, I, uh, yeah, it's, um, I mean, I'm, I'm only joking. We, you guys did that out of the kindness of your heart and, um, feel free, reach out to me. You know, I like to do whatever I can deliver whatever I can and, um, and, and actually donate some things. Um, all that food, uh, like I said, after supper time, um, if I have to get it to someone, let me know, um, text me, do whatever. And uh, say, you know, hey, Charlie, can you uh, bring this to 123 Boogie Boogie Avenue, whatever it is, and I'll, I'll bring it to their, to their house. Thank you so much. So, um, Ms. Fumo mentioned about Jerry Pinto and filling a bus at the bus station, I mean, the police station. And Jerry's been doing that for a lot of years, and, um, and he does that out of his kindness of his heart. And I love when he does that and um, provides a lot of gifts for kids on uh, Christmas. Um, yeah. So, um, let's see. <laughs> he, he is being a jokester. He always um, is. He <laughs> said, those are good names, not good old-fashioned names, man. I wish people would get back to uh, naming their kids some some usual name, you know. I don't mind my name. Charles is a great name. I mean, I like Charlie. I like Charlie better, but you know, when you look at the history of my name, it goes back all the way to my great grandfather. So that in itself it makes me that much prouder to hold on to the name um, and be proud of it. Della's um, named after her great great grandma. Oh yeah, cool. Yeah. See that makes it that much special, and um. I mean, they're already going to reach out and try to get some research, you know, on the, on the, you know, through the ancestry. But when you have the same name, it even makes it that much more special because that means that my mom and dad thought about it and they said, well, we're going to name them after dad, we're going to name them after the great grandfather. So it's pretty cool. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Ian is the ufo what is it hold on one second let me bring this up ian is the cfo and does a great job oh my eyes are bad i thought they said ufo actually that would make that that would make <laughs> some sense too. <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna start calling him et when i seen him <laughs> i love it no. ian ian is the He's the best support I've ever had in my life. So, so he does he does a fantastic job. Show, show, really show. Um, um I've seen, I've seen uh, uh hold on, I'm getting some uh, feedback here. All right. I seen you guys gave out some more pictures for the Bay Village, and that was uh, some nice prints and stuff like that. That's awesome. We have, um, I have a few left over. Um, I know Ken, Ken, I have, um, I have a couple here saved 
uh, put aside for Ken. And then um, we were thinking about donating the rest to the Lady Whalers. They have a, uh, a yearly auction coming up and we wanted to participate somehow. And I, I listed a whole bunch of things that we had that we would be willing to donate. And, and those got the, uh, those caught the eye of the coach there. So we're going to be donating those. Yeah. I feel that that's going to be going to a good cause. We have some other um, pieces of, of historic memorabilia and whatnot from the city. And uh, we'll be passing those along as well for the auction. Hopefully they're able to fetch, you know, something that helps Jordan Pena. Um, yeah. Uh, hopefully, hopefully they're able to uh, to help out the Lady Whalers as they. I believe that they're trying to uh, to raise some money to, to go on a trip. Yeah, Jordan, Jordan is uh, he's a round peg and a round hole. When New Bedford High School decided to give that young man a shot um, at at any coaching level for boys or girls. They made a right move. They made an awesome move. And it goes to show because he has the respect of his, you know, lady whalers. And um, and they're definitely shaking and moving things. And I'm, I'm so proud of him because he's also, you know, being a daddy too. So he's going to be, if he follows the footsteps of his father, he's going to be awesome. He's going to be awesome. And I yeah, know we're, he will. We're big fans of of both the uh, the Lady Whalers and Coach Pina as well. Good, good. But the, that auction, uh, um, hopefully you can put up that, you know, put up the picture virtually, or he can, just to show that it's being auctioned off because it may, it may reach out to some other people, um, especially on my Bay Village page. I would gladly, you know, say, hey, you know, they're auctioning it off and, um, not that I could keep track of it, but um, at least, you know, they may want to reach out to, you know, Jordan and Lady Whalers to, uh, you know, participate in that, um, uh, in that, that uh, raffle. I was just reading this. It said, we recently received a large donation of hand sanitizer and are looking for nonprofits to donate it, it to. So if you need it, please contact Virginia. Gina Carrizio. Hope I pronounced that right. Yep. Gina. Good. Good. All right. And um, see, Ian made a comment here. They went really far this last time. Very proud of MBHS. So true. Absolutely. Actually, yeah, and you know. Ian was following him pretty closely because um, I was uh, I was stealing his post to post on my page, you know, because he, he was reading my mind when he was posting things. Like, How's the lady wheelers doing? And he would post something. Maybe he is a alien or UFO man. Maybe he's scanning my house or something. You know, <laughs> read my mind all the time. <laughs> see. Um, all right, we've got, uh, got about 15, 20, 15 minutes. So um, Ian says, um, and for anyone out there that wants to help or maybe you need some help, membership is free. Just join 
uh, Facebook page that's listed on the screen. I'm going to leave that up for a while, you know, because um, people come on different times. So I'll leave that comment up there. Good job, Thank Ian. And, uh, so, and um, just to let everybody know that you are listening and viewing the Really Charlie podcast here on StreamYard, Facebook. Soon after we're done, it will be on Spotify and Anchor, and it's shooting live on my YouTube channel. Um, please go to my YouTube channel, Really Charlie, and click on like and subscribe to this podcast, to my channel and like this podcast. I'm always looking to get different educational and inspirational speakers on here um, and occasionally put up some sports figures. You know, and they tell their tell their story because without sports in my life, um, you know, I wouldn't be the person I am. I may have turned out to be a, a worse person, and um, because sports kept me grounded, kept me grounded. And I'm so so happy that my mom, my aunts, my uncles, you know, got me involved with those, the sports at an early age. Um, so. Absolutely. Giving kids something to do after school is priceless. Yes, so true. So true. Um, I, uh, uh, some of the things I want to question, I want to ask you, I can't. Um, and I can't because of, you know, we all got titles and you got several titles, but I, I, I'm going to say that for another day. Um, but feel free, you know, Lisa, anything, anything that you know that's going on in the city. Um, say, hey, man, that would that would be a great podcast for Charlie. Even if it's something that's live, you know, like, you know, they may do be doing something downtown, uh, you know, folk festival or, uh, you know, I know, I think it's this week. They got some break dancing, third hour, you know, it, it, you know, things like that, you know, I may not catch everything but you know send me a message and say hey charlie may you want to get down here you know and one thing about the podcast is i can do it virtually anywhere as long as i have my phone i can talk to talk with some of the people out there and uh get their message out or get their event out break dancing um, is is so impressive too i've always been a, a huge fan of break dancing in fact when i was little i used to say that um that at one, you know, I was going to learn how to do windmills when I was older. I didn't, I didn't necessarily know how difficult they were when I said that. Yeah. But uh, I definitely like watching people who know how to do windmills, and uh, I'm I'm really personally excited for the uh, for the break dancing. Well, one of one of our mutual friends, he's still doing windmills. See. And he's been doing it since the '80s, and uh, that's Michael Joe Santos. So. Really. Every time you see him. Yeah, next time you see him, get some pointers from him. Absolutely. And, uh, I don't have the upper upper body strength to do them, but but I'm coming. So, you know, I'm coming up. Just just do this. Just, just say, Michael, do one for me, just so you can see it, you know. And uh, that's impressive. And then say, yeah, I don't want to do that. But just, I, just I tell him that, you know. I just want to watch. <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, it's fascinating. There's... Um, there's a couple of um, guys my age or older 
that are doing it on YouTube. It's amazing what they're doing at that age, you know. They're, they're lighting up the world, you know. They're going all over the place. Probably didn't think that it would still could be an income for them, but they're definitely getting paid doing a lot of things. It's impressive. Um, yeah. So the president says, pretty amazingly, so a nonprofit in a year. Bedford Strong, so true. And that is, that is, that is impressive because you have to set up things and, and you know, it's one thing about 501C, what they want you to do is uh, set up your board, set up your bylaws, you know, this, they got to have business plans. There's so many things that you got to go and that are involved in it. And for you to, you guys to do that within a year. Well, that was uh, all Ian. Ian did all of our bylaws, all of our articles of incorporation. So hats off. That was a lot of paperwork. And I don't know that we really recognized him as much <laughs> as we should have. Um, but that was, that was, I remember him complaining about that. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it is, it is kind of crazy, Carol. Um, we actually met, Carol and I met um, in an argument about nonprofits. I don't know if you remember that, Carol, but um, I was I was I was of the um, I was of the narrative to tax the nonprofits, tax the nonprofits, and she said, "Whoa, whoa! Nonprofits provide a bridge between you know what the government's capable of and what the people need." And I said, "Tax the nonprofits," <laughs> and, and here we are, Carol. We started a nonprofit. And, and the craziest thing is that there's a huge amount of them in the area, in the city, um, and even outside the area. And it's, it's uh, I forget the numbers, but I uh, thought it was like probably just under 50%. It was so, there's a huge, huge number. And, um, but when you kind of look at it and you just go down the line, if you just see a list of just a few of them, they're going to say, oh, whoa, 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 this is very, very important. Very um, important. But if you see the whole list, you're definitely going to know that the, the essence between uh, in every single organization is very, very um, crucial for this area. And probably the only outlet that we have in this area is to go to these nonprofits to get some assistance or, uh, uh, or some help. So hats off to you guys um and hey good job uh one, one person that we really haven't mentioned much is gina um she, gina Frizo. Yeah. Uh, she is you're a special you're a special person gina she's literally the most dependable human being i have ever met and I, we couldn't do any of this without her. Yeah. We have, we have, I, the, I, we have the best group of people. When I, when I thought, um, I thought she was going to come on, um, but I guess she was camera shy. Um, but, you know, Gina, hats off to you. Um, and just coming, you know, those kind words coming out of Lisa's mouth means a lot. I'm pretty sure that, you know, Ian's saying the same thing, Carol's saying the same thing. So, uh, I just want to tell you, Gina, keep up the good work, and 
need some help, I'll try to be there as best I can for you guys. Uh, let's see. And so, go ahead, Lisa. Go ahead. We've actually we've worked with a lot of um, people and businesses over the last year. And Ian wanted me to take a, he, he wrote me some notes here, sorry. Um, All right. He wanted me to take a few moments and, and make sure that there were some people that I, um, that he didn't, that he didn't forget because we're, we're a mutual aid group. And, and honestly, we didn't do anything. Like everyone did. And um, we wanted to, uh, to thank, um, specifically organizations and, and companies, Paul Rafa's, uh, the New Bedford Free Public Library, New Bedford Public Schools, U.S. Party Company, the Vault Music Hall, and uh, and Pub at Greasy Luck, Viramar Bakery, Shaw's Supermarket, Operation Warm, and then individuals. There's, oh, there, I have an entire page here, but... Um, Uh, Tabitha Lopes, Lynn Souza, Ann Housley, Susan Gibbs, Eric Miranda, Kristen Rafa Cahill, Jackie Eckhart, Carly Martin, Gina, Marie Tiggy, Yvonne Toby, um, and uh, and Maria Eugenia Giesta. Okay, um, that's uh. She's a award counselor as well, but um, she um, really, really helped a few families, and uh, yeah. it it should be noted because um, she there's a lot of people that do really amazing things in the city that don't want or need the recognition, and and those are the people that really deserve the most, to be honest. Um, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna share any. Uh, information, but I just want, I just want everyone to know that Maria Giesta is a solid person in this community and is a very, very selfless woman. I agree. I agree 100%. Um, definitely been doing her thing and uh, it comes from the heart. People don't realize that first thing they want to do to someone like her is uh, I'll let your title. No, she has something else bigger and better than her title, and that's just being a human being, being a human being with a big heart. So, you know, uh, so when you come at her, don't throw the title her direction because she's going to do it regardless of that title. Um, and uh, hats off to her. And you don't you don't see that a lot. You really don't, especially um, not just in politics, but in in life, you don't you don't see a lot of people doing things without the recognition, and uh, and it's really really touching when when you see someone do it for the right reasons, doing anything really for the right reasons, and everyone that I just mentioned there, yeah. um, I would I would Car trust my life with. Carol said Joanne Korea Marks. Um, Absolutely. Name. The, uh, as uh, you know, and, and that's a good, good list. And also, if you want to kind of get on this, you bet strong. 
tidal wave please please join help out membership is free join the facebook group and be strong and bring your heart to the table and just help out as much as you can because everyone needs help i don't care if you have masses of two to three thousand you know there's never enough people so um i uh we got an hour is there anything you want to leave the audience with um, oh i'm on the i'm on the spot yeah all right we'll we'll make it easier this is an easier question okay. who would you like to see on the really talented podcast Ooh, ooh, that's a good one mm-hmm. um, doesn't have to be one could be many could be okay. a few yeah um I want to see, I think Bernadette. I Have tried you that. She's already been on. Nope. Oh. She's a slacker. She's a Bay Village kid letting another Bay Village kid down. I keep. I would love her. to see Bernadette on there. Um. No and Charlie Perry. I mean, you're you always give the spotlight away, Charlie. How about hey. how how much longer do we have here, Charlie? Go ahead. Keep going. When you say stop, we'll stop, all right? Okay, how about, can I ask you some questions? Sure, go ahead. All right. So you, you grew up in New Bedford? Yes. Very okay. proud. Um, we uh, initially raised um, a single mom. You know, I uh, had a lot of strong women in my life, you know, from my aunts. Um, and my uncles, they all raised me, helped my mom out with uh, two boys, you know, one after another. Wow. A premature kid, and then my brother came along, and then later on, my brother Malik. My father had five five boys, one girl. Um, we all close-knit. And, uh, and But the best part of my life growing up was in the Bay Village housing project. I wouldn't trade that for nothing in the world. I definitely had so much fun there, and um, so don't don't knock city housing because there's one thing we were never bored. We had so much to do um, back then, um, and uh, it was it was awesome. If that answers your question, what was um, what school did you go to? Well, we started out in an old. You know, brick building, uh, Cushing Avenue School, which was, okay. it was at a Cushing Avenue, Grinnell Street. They knocked it down. There's some houses there. Um, then I went one block up to Donaghy School. And right about that time before I just about to finish Donaghy, they started building the Gome School. So I was at Gome School the very first year it was built. Excellent. Um, and then at Right at that time, mom wanted to take off, and we went 3,000 miles away to L.A., California, and um, stayed there for three years. Um, then I, I ended up moving to go find my dad in Florida, stayed down there for two years, seen the most unbelievable football I've ever seen in my life. Uh, Florida was just unbelievable. And uh, then, but the one thing I wanted is to graduate at New Bedford High School. So the tail end of my junior year, you know, my dad bring me back home and uh, 
the rest is history. Um, and uh, I'm so glad I was out of here for three to five years or five years. Um, I learned to appreciate this area a whole lot more. Um, and uh, I'm happy, happy to be home. If I didn't come back home, I would have never met my wife, never had my kids, you know, stuff like that. And, and just that in itself is, um, is uh, priceless. And you were a member of the um, of the New Bedford Police Department, right? Yeah, thirty years, just about thirty years. So we are uh, proud of my career. Um, had a good time, good, bad, and ugly, but I was very proud of it. And um, let's see, I'm proud. I'm, I'm actually very proud of what I'm doing now. So I'm retired and doing two other jobs. So you, know, you do what you can as long as you can then you move on what are those two other jobs that you're doing right now uh, i'm driving for trembley's bus company and Excellent. i just just recently took another job with kdk transportation um out of wayham but they they help out a lot of um people in the area so doing that you know every saturday which is good and um i love it meet some people every day uh, you know, and then, you know, there's one thing about, you know, working where I work, I, I, I got a nice education on things like autism, which I never would have got an education on, and um, it's dear to my heart, um, and, and I uh, can't tell you, some special people in my life that I've met, um, and, and people that are part of the spectrum with autism. Um, a very, very dear to me right now in my life. My husband and daughter are both on the spectrum. Awesome. You know, I love it. Make it it makes me a better person every day. Sure does, doesn't it? It's, it's, yeah. Yeah. I got, you know, we get constant smiles, and I'm saying, wow, why am I frowning? Why am I frowning today? I'll get constant smiles every single day. You know, I need to turn myself around, and I do. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Let's see. Your partner in crime has just said a few things here. Ian said, Lisa White, don't don't let him tell the whole Charlie story. There's always stories of me veteran, hopefully next year. <laughs> well, it doesn't matter. I love my story. And um, Ian... There's one thing you can't do. Don't tell a woman of the house what to do. Yeah, absolutely. I don't even listen to it. <laughs> like he didn't even say anything. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's nice. That's nice, nice, nice. You know, <clears throat> I wanted my nephew to uh, come on the podcast and be the host. I said, hey, why don't you interview me? We can change the name, and uh, he chicken out. So, but I'm glad this last segment was called the Really Lisa Show, a podcast, and I'm uh, I'm excited. <laughs> well, then the goal is is to make you say Really Lisa, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. Hmm. Where did you meet your wife? 
Well, all right. Really, Lisa? <laughs> <laughs> you can't. That was easy. We, Thank you. We, <laughs> I didn't know where uh, I was going to go with it. We need, we, we actually, uh, we known each other for years. Known her probably since I was about 15. And it's usually just kind of hanging out within the Bay Village projects, you know, because her dad was there, you know, my grandmother, you know, my family was there. And that's where I started liking her since I was 15. Um, but, you know, people are on different paths in life. You know, she goes that direction, I go this direction, you know, go through different relationships. And then it came full circle and we met um, at a, a you know, started really talking at the main event, which is on Union Street, was on Union Street, uh, downtown at Bedford. And uh, all I did was tell her a few things, you know, flirt with her. And uh, I hate dancing, but I even danced with her a couple of times, you know. And, uh, you know, but uh, proud, proud I put a ring on her. And, uh, and it's good. You know, and Michelle's have, a wonderful lady. She, I try to tell her all the time, but she don't listen to me. Like you don't listen to Ian, she don't listen to me. I try to give her compliments, and so I was saying, "What? What, Charlie? Really, Charlie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really, Charlie? You know?" But uh, let's see. Carol says something here. Um, let's get Michelle on here to talk about her amazing husband. Great idea. She is not going to get on here. Um, I asked her at least once every month since least December. People have suggested that she come on here, but she's she's little chicken. Oh, I can't say it, but she's scared. <laughs> and uh, and as we say down the south end of New Bedford, us scared, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ian says uh, next time. A really Charlie show, let's see the dance. Oh, you are not seeing this dude dance. I um my vote has to be for the dance. No, nah, it's not, <laughs> gonna, not gonna happen. I uh I got this phobia that uh someone videotaping me and I don't want it to be on TikTok or any other place, so I try not to dance. If I can hold on to Michelle and do a slow dance, that's good enough. You know, she'll 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 be my uh, she'll keep me on path on rhythm, so I don't mess up. Uh, let's see, yeah. But I I I like I like what we're doing um, on the Really Charlie podcast um, because I I get to speak to girls and, and great great. People, great professionals like you, and um, and it, it, I'm building my relationships. And um, this is definitely something I like about the podcast is that I get to build a relationship with many, many people. That's and, what it's all about. Yeah. So, at the end of at the end of our lives, you know, we're never gonna look back and wish that we'd worked more. We're never gonna look back and wish that we'd been asleep more. What we will look back on and regret is not having made more connections with human beings. So true. So true. It's um, 
it's awesome. I mean, it, even just this week, I met a few people, and um, you know, I, I'm already happy that I met them. You know, and uh, hopefully, it leads to bigger and better things. Um, not with you know material things, bigger and better things like a friendship. You know, mm-hmm. ho- hopefully, things get better. Um, or leads to better things. I always, always, always will be available for Lisa and Ian White. I will always be available for New Bedford Strong um, and anyone on the staff. If you have things you want to get out there and broadcast, feel we free. appreciate that. And I'm, I'm going to try to, especially now that you came on, we try to do this three times already, right? Probably. Right, yeah. Um, and so we, we finally get, and you know what? I, I want to let everybody know, you know, Lisa White and Melissa Ortega Costa was my first actual guest on the Really Talent podcast. And what I happened, I used another stream, I used another, and I totally messed it up, you know, because. I, I think that it was probably. It, I thought, I thought that. I can't remember. It was every time I come on your show, there's there's technical difficulties. So I wouldn't be surprised if I have if I if I have some sort of bad luck like omen no. over me. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, I'll take that bad luck every single time and hopefully have more and more opportunities to do the podcast, put you involved in it. Thank you um, very much. Yeah, so let's um let's do this again. Mm-hmm. And every, 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 everything that I see on the Bethany Strong, I will now share on the Really Charlie podcast group on Facebook. And so now you have, along with your 2,300 members that are on your group on Facebook, now you have an additional probably 928. So I want to add that to your totals and we get this message out every single time you're doing something. We really appreciate that. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. And I appreciate it. Give give your daughter and your husband a high five for me. I and, sure will. Um, and Carol, I know you're out there. Electronic hug. Um, I just, uh, sorry, missed the opportunity, but we got many more things to do. And Carol will be back on it soon. All right. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you again. All right. God bless. Take care. All right. All right, everyone. This is, this was a great, great podcast. I really, really uh, appreciate it. I'm glad that we were able to um, get our guest on here. Um, Lisa is definitely doing a lot of things out there in the community, along with her staff. And um, I'm so happy that we uh, got an opportunity to speak to someone. We spoke to Mrs. Fumo, and she's in need of quite a few things. So New Bedford Strong is going to definitely reach out to her and get those things. And that's the greatest thing about this group is that they have the resources to do what they can. You may think that something is very, very small, so small, and um, it, uh, you know, 
the Betatron doesn't think that. You know, they're definitely doing some things. And uh, hey, Devin, that's another another past guest on the Really Charlie podcast. Everyone, please reach. When you have some time, go down to Destination Soup on Union Street, Union and Cushion Avenue. They got a great chef down there, great owner. Um, they're doing great things down there. Please support local and destination soup is definitely a good place. So um, I'm looking forward to so many other guests, you know, that are going to come on here in the next few weeks. Um, and today we had a. I'm going to take this opportunity to mention um, Lexi Barrows. Local star, local basketball talent, um, went on to, well, she signed with New, New England uh, Blizzard and went overseas and played with Cabo Verde, Cape Verdean team, women's basketball team. And um, I'm very proud of her. Uh, today she was going to come on um, and, you know, we have to reschedule. And she'll definitely be back on here. I'll be on here so we can hear her story. When you all are out there and you see Lexi walking around, you know, she's going to have that smile on her face. You know, look at her and say, I'm proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. Let that young lady know that she's doing a great job. Because no matter where she is, she's representing this city, this area, and her culture on a daily basis and she's doing an outstanding job so when you see her you say i'm proud of you because she deserves it it's lexi barrows lexi if you're listening to me i know you're under weather i love you i'm proud of you keep up the good work and your grandfather julio would have been very very proud of you he's looking down on you every shot you make every struggle you take He's definitely looking after you. Tremendous athlete in himself. And um, I just want to let you know that kid. Take care. All right, everyone. July 10th, we'll be back on the podcast with a friend of mine, Lisa. We'll be on here, Lisa Ann. She wrote a book. And um, give you the title of it. One second here. The book is tremendous, and I don't know if you can see it, but it says Life in the Fat Lane by Lisa Delana Borges. Definitely a great, great book, great material, and we'll have her on Saturday, 3 p.m., um, and have her on the podcast. So, Life in the Fat Lane, check that out, it's a memoir. Lisa and uh, Dynamite Book. So she'll be here Saturday, 3 p.m. A little early than usual, but I got to get the guests on here when it's convenient for them. All right, y'all. Take care. Be well. Stay well. And when you have time, tune in to the Really Charlie Podcast on StreamYard, Anchor, Spotify, Facebook and YouTube. Take care.